Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Three, two, one. To another installment of Fragments of Silicon Reviews. Um, this week we have another two uh, games to handle, um, and in seemingly emerging pattern, one game was um, handled by the entire team, and one was handled by me myself. Uh, that's just the realities of code distribution for you. Anyway, mm-hmm. first up uh, is Ruin of the Reckless. Uh, if you recall, we did an interview about this just this past Wednesday. Uh, and if you want to find out more about, well, not just the nuts and bolts of the game, but, you know, how it was conceptualized and all that, uh, detail, you can go, uh, listen to it in the archives. But for those who missed said interview, Ruin of the Reckless is, well, another in the seemingly endless endless array of uh, roguelike variants um, that exist on the indie scene. I think I mentioned this back in our Tumbleseed uh, review, Mm -hmm. but... Although, as far as roguelikes go, this is one of the... It's not like I'm saying it's a perfectly traditional one, but this is one of the more traditional ones we've had in a while. True, but it's it's still um, off the beaten path. Like, Mm -hmm. um, considering it's all real-time combat, and, you know, it... It's billed as a brawler. Yeah, it's like a brawly beat 'em uppy roguelike, but it's still, yeah, it's still more tra- more traditional in the sense of you're going through a dungeon. It's not just procedurally generated for the for the heck of it. Uh, fair enough assessment. No, it, it, yeah, it's not just like um, random elements, dungeon and permadeath are the only um, signifiers here. This definitely is a, a closer relative to rogue and roguelikes than, say, Tumbleseed was. Then again, then again, Tumbleseed was about as far as I think you can get with the roguelike concept while still technically still being a roguelike. Mm-hmm. I'm so not that's, even sure if I'd be that generous. It's like, that's important to keep in mind. But yeah, so... Uh, yeah, in terms of like feature set and design, if you've played, you know, not just say Rogue or you know, um, like one of the mystery dungeon games, you'll be at home here, sort of. Like, 
yeah, the the mechanical moment to moment gameplay is kind of twin stick brawlery. Yeah, it's also really close to say uh, rogue platformers like Rogue Legacy. I know. While at the same time, uh, I haven't exactly seen this um, particular concoction of roguelike elements. I mean, I suppose, you know, this is the really interesting thing that's going on in the indie scene. Like, um, the roguelike genre is so saturated now. It It's developing in very unique directions, if only because... You got you to gotta find some way to stand out. Mm-hmm. Although, mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure how much this game stands out outside of, you know, its preferred uh, genre, brawling. Um, not only is the design pretty familiar, the art style, the sound um, is pretty typical faux retro stuff. Yeah, no. the, art, the art style, I mean, not the exact sprite design, but it looks a little bit... You know, it, crap, what's it called? The... Uh, Hyperlight Drifter-ish, or even a little bit like uh, Kamiko on the Wii U, although, or not Wii U, Switch, but uh, oh. it, it's that very, it's it's pixel, it's a little bit uh, higher res than most I'd, of the other ones. Yeah, I, I'd say but if very there was flat coloring and yeah, if there were um. If I had to place, uh, I don't think it was going for a, like a deliberate retro aesthetic. Like, I think it's more just sprite art. But mm-hmm. you know, if it because there's nothing, nothing in I, nothing I see here um, really speaks to, you know, invoking a, a, a bygone era. It's just mm-hmm. kind of, you know the art style of the times that oftentimes gets confused for retro, but is not necessarily retro. Mm-hmm. No. And believe me, th- this is actually the sort of thing that can piss off pixel artists. <laughs> no. Like it's not eight bit. You have way too many different colors. Yeah. I, I mean, like if I had to place a, it, it looks like a super Nintendo game. Like, um, it looks 16 bit, but I would say that the aesthetic is definitely the flat color aesthetic is very like, diff- is maybe modern. a turbo uh, maybe a turbo graphics game like like no. I said it, the thing of it is is it, it's not that colorful like <laughs> maybe like um, but it's not dark enough to be a Genesis game either right I guess I guess the thing that I'm the thing that I'm thinking is that there was a period where uh-huh. color in games always involved more depth of shading like the increase in graphics whereas this has fairly fine lines and some highish detail line works but the coloring is pretty flat right right like i said i think this for a um sprite art game than any true throwback to you know like it's not a retro brawler mm-hmm yeah, I, I like. I don't think we a- really asked about that in the interview, if I'm recalling correctly. Uh, I, I don't think it came up. Like, I don't maybe, think it did either. Yeah. 
Like, maybe we should have asked, but uh, in all honesty, it doesn't really matter. Like, like I said, it's not really trying to be a replication of, like, 16-bit brawlers because there were no... There was, there's no 16-bit game that looked like this or played like this. This, this is definitely a very modern um, downloadable game. Take that as you will. I mean, and if you know, if you're watching the video version of this, you you, you can see what the game looks like. You know? And so here's, I think, where we all are on Rune of the Reckless, and that is, it's a pretty fun game, but it's really know, ass hard, as you would expect from something that was derived from Rogue. Like, it, I fairly regularly have it happen. Like, I've never made it past the fifth floor out of, like, what, 20? Yeah. And uh, it's pretty reliable that somewhere within the first five floors, there will be a floor where you just spawn surrounded by, like, three dozen raccoons that will kill you. This has happened to me as well. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, keep in mind, this game isn't... Um, designed. It's all procedural generation. Although, you know, patterns do emerge. Mm -hmm. Like, the game does like having a raccoon floor. <laughs> um, be sure to uh, be sure to, uh, to have your magic ready, if you can, because that's probably the only way you're surviving. Yeah, ma having a better magic than the one you start with, or... Having one of the special orbs that, like, there's one that if you get it, uh, whenever you get hit, it causes you to get struck with lightning massively that destroys everything around you. That's, I found that to be pretty useful. Mm hmm. Basically, you have yeah. something that can hit in waves, basically. Mm hmm. So, I suppose it should be mentioned, even though it, it calls itself a brawler, you're not actually using your fists here. You do use weapons, like your default weapon's a dagger, um, but you, you know you'll get different weapons that do different things. Like yeah, somehow right at, during the tutorial, you get a chaos card, which is this game's meta progression item that mm -hmm. causes you to start with instead of a dagger, you start with um, a mini rocket punch. Right, and uh, it's, there's it's a punch with a lot of impact on it. And then early on, you can get lots of different things. You can get, like, one of the weirdest ones I got is it's a punch, but it gives you a punch with an enormous metal fist as big as you are. Right. Um, um, it's also like a scythe or a lance or a uh, rapier that lets you dash forward while you're attacking. Yeah. And some of these weapons can be tricky because they have weird arts or, you know, you'll dash. So... You do have to keep in mind what you got equipped. Yeah, they all have different speeds and stuff like that. Yeah, and th th that's the weapon you're going to be using most of the time because uh, your magic is pretty limited. Like, I don't know, you get a decent number of charges, especially if you get baby mode. Right. I, 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 it'll work out for you, you know, just so long as you don't spam it. No, yeah. you cannot... Yeah, um... Let's see, uh, other items include orbs, which are floating around and, you know, uh, will imbue you with various attributes, like, um, 
being able to lightning strike is one of my favorites. Regeneration is probably the most useful. Yeah, regeneration just causes you to gain one health every time you go up a floor, which, since you have five health by default and health up power-ups are pretty uncommon. Yeah. Also worth noting, you can use orbs as weapons, because um, if you punch them, they'll explode. And yeah, keep in mind you, you, you kind of have a choice if you either pick it up or you hit it. Except it's not always a choice, because sometimes you hit it by accident. Or sometimes the enemies yeah. hit it. Mm-hmm. Um, also worth noting, uh, there is a checkpoint in the progression. If you get to the first shop... Which um, is right before the third floor. Yeah, it's like, I'll be honest, I found this to be a pretty useless checkpoint since we're only talking the third floor. Like, mm -hmm. if, Well, one thing that I noticed is that when it dropped me there... When uh -huh. I first, when I was first playing, before I turned on baby mode, I had more money when I started there than I did when I got there. I said pretty useless, not completely useless. It's more. Um, I think the checkpoint would have been better served, say, uh, at the second shop, or if there were a few, like you could start at, yeah, like the last shop that you got to. Although that might get too close to the end. Yeah, there's a shop about every three or four well, floors the important thing to keep in mind is um one of the reasons why this game has such punishing difficulty is not just because of its roots it's because all things told it's a pretty short game mm -hmm. like um you know i'm, I'm like uh, i think this was about 20 floors in total if i'm remembering correctly if even that uh admittedly I, next time i get to it yeah I'm like, it's not that long of a game if you can get through it. I mean, that's another that's another like defining trait of roguelites. You know, even like Tumbleseed had this. Like, if you can, you know, handle the mechanics and the difficulty, you can get through it pretty quickly. You know, and I'm pretty sure speedrunning is a vital aspect of this game, as it is many in this day and age. Well, like this one, you have a timer each floor that. If you right. don't make it out That's before the timer, then -like thing. Um, a lot of roguelikes have that. Yeah. yeah. The stage in this case, it's the stage literally starts blowing up around you, which is yeah. uh, amusingly I, blunt, shall we say? <laughs> like, I'll, I'll sometimes, be honest, I, sometimes it's just uh, the wind starts blowing and it'll knock you away, or yeah. Um, and this is pretty much the primary reason I've only put in, like, two, three hours in the game. Not just because of the punishing difficulty, but because its gameplay design and everything really screams short-term play. Like, this is the kind of thing you pick up for a half an hour, um, enjoy, and then go off and do something else. There, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but, you know, it's like, it's not the kind of game you... Pro you know, unless you were really, really into it, you'd be spending, like, three hours on it. Um, and honestly, I I would like to see a portable version of this. Because I think this would really work on, say, the Nintendo Switch or, you know, maybe not 3DS, but, you know, it's the kind of gameplay style and everything that um, lends itself well to the portable um, school of design. Mm-hmm. 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 
let's see. Uh, other things, you do get um, potions of various uh, merits, um, health potions, um, charge potions, uh, scrolls that uh, will have very powerful attacks. Yeah, all of those count as the consumable slot, which mm. uh, is one of the ones that you'll be seeing a lot more. Well, because they're usable up, that you get you get those more often than you get some of the other ones. Although I think you see more ability orbs than potions, which is weird. I guess if you want to be really selective, that helps. But um, yeah, there's also trinkets and I forget what they're called, but something that gives you a special action. Uh, right. I, the most common one I encountered there was the Zenny shooter. Um, that basically allowed you to throw the um, the currency. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, a pretty it, powerful weapon. It is. Yeah, there's also like Mega Slash and Teleport and uh, Ether Lash or something is the thing they give you in the tutorial that lets you literally make a whip to go across gaps. I don't know how useful that is because I never found any gaps that needed it outside of the tutorial. Yeah, I'm like, I found that, yeah, I found that in the main dungeon, but I never used it. Yeah, I, I've seen it inside the main dungeon once, but it never did anything. Yeah, I'm like, maybe in the upper floors? I, I, I couldn't say. Um, yeah, that's, that seems like a thing where there would be, at some point, there would be treasures that you need that to get. Or that or one of the other things, like the flying boots or something. Right, and um, also worth noting is you can play as two characters. Um, yeah, there's a dude and a lady. Mm -hmm. um, there are no differences. Like, they are just avatars. Like, you know, one isn't stronger, the other isn't speedier. You know, your, your typical gender differentials. Like, you know, the, the dude will be much stronger, but the girl will be uh, faster. None of that's here. It's just, you know, like say if Naka ever played this game, he would uh, he would play the lady because you know that's what he does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, nothing and, more. Uh, yeah, yeah, and there's also a two-player mode, which I don't think any of us did because it's local only. I think. Yeah, it's local only. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I don't think anyone here had a, had anyone to play with. So. Right. I mean, that's kind of the thing. Um, when people do lo local only on a computer, it's kind of a hard sell. Unless because, you have two two controllers or something, yeah. and even then it can be a little awkward. I mean, it's appreciated, but yeah. Like, local co-op has always been awkward on a computer. Like, it's never not going to be awkward. You know, I, that's kind of one of the reasons why online multiplayer and lands and shit like that developed on the PC side first, you know, to get uh, to kind of get around the awkwardness, the awkwardness of, of sharing a monitor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I will like, say, the prevalence of like the living room PC is getting higher, but not high enough. Yeah. You know. It's just you know, uh, and they mentioned. Um, why there's no online multiplayer, even though there really should be. You know, it's because 
their focus was on local always. And by the time that they thought to implement the uh, online multiplayer, it was too late. And again, that would be more logical on a console, but... Yeah. It's worth noting that this game is currently only on the PC. Um, they're working on the Mac and Linux versions, if I'm recalling correctly, but uh, I'm like figuring out exactly how to handle console slash handheld versions. I.e., you know, are they going to do it themselves or are they going to hire, you know, a porting house? Like our friends over at Abstraction Games, for example, you know, who, who bring various games to various consoles for a living. I mean, we'll see what happens there. Uh, let's see. Uh, outside of the Chaos cards, um, there are other elements of medic uh, progression. More characters will show up in your... Uh, in, in the... Hub world or the the hub floor, like mm -hmm. um, when I got like I unlocked this like um, stuffed animal, for example, and like there's a store off to the side. Um, yeah, I was wondering about that. I I believe that comes unlocked, you know, as you get higher, or I presume that is. It could also be a random unlock because you know roguelike. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of random. Yeah, like I said, you know, it's it's de it's definitely adhering to the random aspect of the roguelike. Um, um, also on the chaos cards, uh, what they do um, isn't necessarily to make the game easier because I have a I have like four of them. Three of them make the game easier. One of them makes it harder. Yeah, at yes. the beginning, at the be there are three kinds of chaos cards. There are easier, harder, and balanced ones. Right. During the you tutorial, start... you get a balanced one that makes you start out with some equipment. Right. Like uh, and, that... and there's yeah. one that makes the floors easier, and there's one that makes the floors harder. Right, and there are other aspects that will add, like like I have a card that will add more hit points per um, when you start out. Instead of, like, um, 99, I have, like, 110, for example. You yeah, know, and, or, when, and, when returning, and when returning to the hub area after doing terribly, like, dying, like, 16 to 20 times without getting past the fourth floor, uh, <laughs> I talked to the penguin dude, who is your tutorial dude, and he gave me the baby card, which uh, gives you more life and more money to start with and gives you more capacity for orbs. It didn't help much. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like even on reduced difficulty, this game is still really fucking difficult. And that that really is the core of the game. Whether or not that strikes your fancy, um, I suppose it kind of depends on how into roguelikes you you are. Um, mm -hmm. Honestly, I think the bigger problem is. You know, in spite of its uh, unique genre, nothing about this game really stands out for me. You know, like, outside of, like, the brawling component, everything here feels like I've seen this in some other game. Uh -huh. Again, not necessarily a bad thing, but it is there. Um, let's see. Um, the music, 
Well, once again, the music is um, faux retro chiptune affairs. You know, uh, really um, adrenaline pumping soundtracks, as you'd expect from a brawler. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And um, I think they said that the uh, that the soundtrack was available independent of the. My, let me just check one second here. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Is the soundtrack here? Yeah, here we go. The, yeah, these. Um, yeah, um, the downloadable content is the soundtrack and the collector's edition art book. Like, so about $8 for the um, extra stuff. It's not too bad. Especially like, if you're an art book whore like I am. Yeah, like, and um, five dollars for a soundtrack for this soundtrack—that's eh, acceptable. Um, probably the biggest price caveat here I have is um, fifteen dollars for this. I'm like, it, yeah, it's a little bit basic for that. But I guess if you're the kind of person who likes replaying roguelikes a lot, yeah, you I'm like, probably get good good usage out of it. Yeah, I, I'm like, this one's hard for me to recommend at 15. I'd say wait for a sale, wait for it to be like ten dollars. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that's a better price for this. Um, like all in all, a solid if derivative experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, everything works well, everything flows well. It's just. It, your ass is going to get kicked a lot. Uh-huh. And if you don't like that, I I would not recommend this um, like at all. Yeah, this this is not a game for people who want to be able to beat it in their first try or 7 or 12. <laughs> no, you Indeed. you've got to ha- you've got to be persistent. I mean I will I I guess that's the most old school thing about this and not uh, so much rogue is I'm thinking stuff like uh, the Karate Kid for the NES, a game that was only four levels, but they're like the hardest four levels you can imagine. So um, that's going to take some time to crack. And you will definitely learn to fear and loathe the goddamn derp-faced raccoons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one- yeah. They are, by the way, these Steam icons, so they knew what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, any last thoughts on Ruin of the Reckless here? Um, I was going to say this really doesn't feel like it should be a roguelike because they mentioned in the interview they wanted to make this a brawler. And I personally think they would have should have went with that idea, like a linear brawler instead of a roguelike. Yeah, I will say, though, if it were like a straight brawler, um, I definitely couldn't recommend it. Um, at $15. Yeah, the combat doesn't have quite enough variety to merit that, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, and say what you will, but random uh, randomization will keep things fresh to a certain extent. Well, it's it's also kind of I'm just kind of burned out at roguelikes at this point because we've done so many. I know, but like I said, it. It's just something that comes with the territory. Like, you know, like, 
Uh, Have you considered like, not reviewing games? <laughs> I, yeah. It, it's kind of like being tired of Metroidvania type games that they're just going to keep on coming. Or in the trip, or for AAA reviewers, being tired of first-person shooters. <laughs> it, it's like you know, like um, we got an interview in two weeks uh, for over a game called Dead Cells. There's another roguelike. That of, uh, <laughs> of interesting variety. It's a roguelike Metrovania hybrid. Okay, that then. Be interesting. Yeah, although yeah, those that's a hard thing to combine because Metroidvanias, unless they're that's, just talking about that kind of playstyle, because Metroidvanias usually have a lot of progression-based upgrades that would be hard to pull off in a roguelike. It's not the first time I've seen this, like, or the first time we feel like, like, um, there was that game, uh, Chasm, that we did an interview about a few years ago. Still hasn't come out, but you know, I was aiming to be like an, a semi, um, pro uh, procedural content Castlevania homage thing, and then there's uh, Arcus Odyssey. I mean, I guess if you want to be technical, Rogue Legacy is kind of like. I mean, as far as reviewing Dead Cells, oh, aside from not getting codes, it's it's currently in early access, so... So we wouldn't no. be reviewing it yet anyway. No. Uh, not until it comes out. But, uh, but the point is, yeah, even if we're tired of roguelikes, the roguelikes keep coming. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so, minor quality nitpicks in this. I noticed some typos that I that I mostly comma weirdness in the uh, introduction text stuff. You don't um, get much text for, past the early game, and there were a couple of weird glitches in the tu tu tutorial area where you can kind of pass through slash around gates, but nothing that really hurt the game. Just weird things I noticed. Anyway, um, so I think that'll about do it for uh, Ruin of the Reckless. Uh, be sure to tune in uh, about a half an hour from now uh, as we review, or rather, I will review uh, Mages of Australia because, once again, this is one of those uh, games where we go got the one code. So um, I'm the one who takes the first code because I'm the one who handles all this shit. So... And I'd consider picking it up, but 25 bucks is a little steep. Yeah, this game is kind of expensive. Like, oh, and it, it's also doing that the... It also does the... I'm looking at the PR here. It, it's $25, it's 25 euros. Um, don't do that, developers and publishers. Like, Even if Euro, they are kind of close now, it's still not the same. Yeah, it's like $1 does not equal to 1 euro or 1 pound. Like European uh, European purchasers get really mad at that because they're pay they are paying more than we are for it. So, mm -hmm. anyway, with that in mind, um, until next time, I wish you good gaming.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.